Welcome to Stephanie and Stephanie Talk Tunes. I'm Stephanie Myers. Hello, I'm Stephanie Pena. Welcome Talk Tuners. This is the show where we share stories and memories connected to the music that has shaped our lives. We love talking with you. We're glad you're here. Yes. Welcome Talk Tuners. All right, let's get right to it. So spring has sprung. And so as concert season, you know, my, my season actually technically kicked off in February, but you know, we all know that with spring, we are welcoming outdoor concerts and festivals and talk tuners. I have a ton of great things lined up. I am actually going to be seeing New Order um, you know, very soon at the AT&T Center in San Antonio. So stoked about that. That has been a band that's been on my bucket list for I don't even know how long. Oh, Stephanie, I can't believe I'm seeing New Order finally. <laughs> yeah, I'm very envious. I'm very envious. It's going to be amazing. Uh, I will definitely give you the play-by-play uh, run through about the experience. I know that uh, the band's going to be playing some Joy Division songs as well. So uh, my little... <laughs> Yeah, my black heart is just pumping right now. It's uh, yeah, it's so happy. Um, on that note, I'm also being seen Depeche Mode. Yeah, this will be the second time I've seen them. I'm super stoked about that. Um, yeah, phenomenal live. Um, I'm also going to be going out to Vegas in May for the Sick New World Festival. So that is for folks that may uh, are interested. This is definitely a collaboration of. 80s, 90s, early 2000s, punk, um, you know, metal, new metal, um, headliners are corn and System of a Down. So just to give you a little preview there, um, folks that we've even talked about on this show are playing, um, including My Life to Throw Kill Cult. So um, yeah, yeah. So it's going to be, it's going to be quite the time. I'm also going to be able to see my faves, Deftones for the millionth time. And I don't care. It's going to be great. And uh, also, I mean, I'm also looking into tickets to see Little Wayne. He's playing out in Stubbs and in Austin. So, uh, you know, with Spring as well, of course, Austin's going to be bumping with South By and all the other sideshows that come along with it. It's an exciting time. Do you have anything uh, lined up, Seth? I was actually going to see Little Wayne as well. Tickets were sort of astronomical around here. So, really? Yeah. Uh, I've okay. seen, yeah, there's a real, there's a real ticket surge around here lately. Prices. Yeah. I guess I shouldn't be too surprised, but uh, yeah, it's a, uh, it's an interesting time for that. Yeah, exactly. I hate that when we have to be extra choosy because of prices. Yeah. I know we've all felt it in some shape or form for sure. Um, but, uh, but yeah, looking forward, got a lot of stuff to talk about. I'll let y'all know all about my show experiences, but let's get talked. Uh, let's get started on today's topic. So we are continuing our nineties theme. Hope that you enjoyed our little mini series thus far. We couldn't think of a better band to add to the 90s. Now, uh, mini theme here. This particular artist is an important group that had a profound impact on the industry and still influences new artists today. This is definitely, and again, I can't stress just the importance of this band. We are talking about Public Enemy and their 1990 Fear of a Black Planet album. And one of the biggest tracks off that album, Fight the Power. Listen, y'all, swinging while I'm singing. Hey, giving what you're getting. Know what I know, and 
familiar with fight the power you know it's funny it starts off 1989 but yes but (laughs) the song was actually released in 1990 the band uh they were formed in 1985 and that includes chuck d flavor flav terminator x and progressor griff so uh, most folks on the line who think of public enemy i know will always definitely go towards chuck d and flavor flav terminator x was their original dj and Professor Griff um, was one of the co-founders of Public Enemy. Um, they are also an alum of the Def Jam Records crew. So Rick Rubin um, was involved with them as well, um, you know, in their beginning of their career and brought them on with all of those Hall of Famers. And uh, Stephanie, you know a little bit more of how, uh, how, they, uh, how they met and they formed. Tell us. Yeah. Just quick shout out to Rick Rubin feel like he comes up a lot on the show. Yes. We are big fans of his production. So it's obvious, you know, that this was going to be doubly good uh, when mm-hmm. this came out. But uh, yeah, you know, they have a fun history as a band. The original members, Chuck D and Flavor Flav, they met uh, while in college, which seems to be a theme just like us yet again, Stephanie. I feel like this also came up a couple episodes ago. <laughs> but yeah. Yes. Yes. All good friendships start in college. They do. (laughs) So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, They met in the mid eighties. They began uh, rapping social commentary. I thought that was really cool. And then the name public enemy originated from a sense of persecution um, from another DJ. And this was just as well as persecution within the broader, you know, white supremacist society they're in and trying to function within. So it became the title of their first tape, which is public enemy number one. And then that, uh, of course, the sentiment also just communicates their viewpoint in general, which they articulate across their songs, uh, how African-Americans are often the target of discrimination and violence and how that uh, is a recurring unfortunate thing. Absolutely. 100 percent. Definitely revolutionary rap group. Incredible success. Um, These guys come out of Long Island, New York. They've been nominated for a slew of Grammys. Um, They were honored in 2020 by the Grammys for the uh, Lifetime Achievement Award. They performed not uh, not too long ago um, for the 50th anniversary of hip hop performance with various artists at the Grammys. That was so incredible. Um, And also they are in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And in fact, they are the fourth hip hop group to uh, be inducted. So yeah, these are some... uh, alone for those who do not know who they are um yeah check them out because yeah they're, they're, they're pretty good you know i guess you know they're, they're all right yeah <laughs> you know out, outside of these achievements right of course i'm i'm being sarcastic they're amazing so outside of these achievements chuck d chuck d is also um collaborated with other artists he is now a member of the supergroup prophets of rage 
which includes members from Rage Against the Machine and Cypress Hill. Um, I have seen them live. It was a lot of fun. Flavor Flav, uh, he has been in uh, his own uh, reality show, Flavor of Love. So he has uh, definitely gone out of the traditional music space um, to share his uh, other talents. And just on a quick topic of Flavor Flav, I know um, for individuals who know who he is, always think of him as a like a comedic figure of sorts. You know, um, you know, definitely was more uh, brought more of a little bit of a, a lighter sense of these serious messages that Public Enemy are um, expressing in their music. A lot of people don't realize that Flavor actually raps, and he's fucking great at it too. And so on this album, Fear of a Black Planet, um, I highly recommend folks to check out 911 as a joke. That was the first song that I had heard from them. Um, and that's all Flav. That's all Flav, that entire song. So good stuff. Um, you know, Public Enemy has been a part of my life since I was a, a kid, first grade. Um, it was the first tape I owned uh, by a rap artist. And I remember gifting the tape to this little kid that I felt needed some music knowledge. Yes. Yeah. I don't know anything about life in the first grade, but here I am gifting music, right? <laughs> Powerful, important music, right? Like really like I, yeah. Anyway. Okay, kid. <laughs> okay, kid. Okay, good. But let's start talking about the song fight the power. There's so much to, to talk about this song and it, it is a, it is a major force um, in in hip hop. It's definitely I'll let you kick it off. Yeah, there's fascinating things about this song in particular. Uh, Talk Tuners, as you may or may not know, Fight the Power was composed for Spike Lee's film, uh, Do the Right Thing, which is great, great film if you have not seen it. It was very groundbreaking. And it was, the song was inspired by the Isley Brothers' 1975 song of the same name. So while, of course, Fight the Power, as we said, um, appeared on the album, it was composed for the movie. Mm-hmm. I'll just say as a as a side note on the album, I think my two other favorites are Welcome to the Terror Dome and uh, Power to the People. So just a, you know, there's just so many good ones yeah, on there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And 911 is a joke is on that album too. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like, got our faves and the classics for a reason. Um, but anyway, in Fight the Power, and we talked a little bit actually about this in our yeah. Elvis two-parter episode, but as folks may know or remember, these lyrics call out both Elvis Presley and John Wayne as racist. And uh, in a subsequently in an Associated Press interview in 2002 with Chuck D, he did clarify his feelings about Elvis at least. And he'd said, as a musicologist, I consider myself one. There's always a great deal of respect for Elvis, especially during his sun sessions. As Black people, we all knew that. He said, my whole thing was the one-sidedness. Like Elvis's icon status in America made it like nobody else counted. My heroes came from someone else. My heroes came before him. My heroes were probably his heroes. As far as Elvis being the king, I couldn't buy that. That's fair enough, Chuck D. And then as folks know, um, Elvis uh, frequently referred to Fats Domino as the king when people tried to put the mantle um, Mm -hmm. on Elvis and be like, this is your title. So I don't know. I love the history of these types of things and I'm fascinated on how they've evolved over the years. Yeah, no, thanks for bringing that up. Absolutely. So we do hit on that. Um, I'm myself, um, I've said this plenty of times, y'all know I'm not an Elvis fan. 
um, but neither here nor there. So, you know, these lyrics, um, it's, you know, a little bit more focus on the lyrics. So the song was actually written by Chuck D when he was on a flight with Run DMC, several members Run DMC going to Italy for a show. And according to this article that I found from youdiscovermusic.com, it uh, talks about the legacy of Fight the, Fa uh, Fight the Power. And according to Chuck D at that time, um, you know, he was definitely feeling the tensions uh, from his home, you know, from his city, from New York. And things that were going down at this time that were completely unjust, um, including the incarceration of the former Central Park Five. That was definitely very relevant, very new, very fresh, very <laughs> infuriating, still is. Um, and, you know, and that energy was poured into this song. And something that I also want to share with you, Talk Tuners, is the basis for the group, Brian Hardgroove. He had some really good, uh, you know, I guess explanations and more uh, of the message of this song because, they, yeah, it can get twisted. It's music, right? You read, you you interpret lyrics for how you want to, and that's the beauty of lyrics and music and art yeah. in general. Totally, right? you you take away with it what you want to. And according to Brian, and I'm just going to quote him. I I found this um, from Wikipedia. Um, law enforcement is necessary. So fight the power. Everyone's brain will probably is going to go to um, injustice um, from, you know, from police, from the police force, period. Yeah, right. Sure. So yeah. law enforcement is necessary. As a species, we haven't evolved past needing that. Fight the power is not about fighting authority. It's not that at all. It's about fighting abuse of power. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not here to get preachy. I'm not here any of that. We're talking about them and how they're conveying their music and, um, and that message. And I'm right along with it. So yeah, a hundred percent. Now, <clears throat> you know, Stephanie mentioned do the right thing. Definitely watch that film. Um, it was groundbreaking, you know, for folks that enjoy Rosie, uh, Perez. She is, that's where she made her start God, was in so that good. movie. Yeah. Um, so love me some Rosie. And uh, the video. So again, we always talk about videos because it was a major, major part of marketing and awareness for uh, groups to get their music out there to the masses. Spike Lee directed this video and it was filmed on the same street in Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn, where the film was, uh, was also, where the film was filmed. <laughs> film was filmed. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so definitely, uh, you know, this, the song is, of course, um, they're, they're bringing on uh, like a revolutionary, you know, they're, you know, it's revolutionary music. It's fantastic. And throughout, um, nineties pop culture, um, it, it thrived. So like in this time, folks may remember the comedy skit show in living color that was on Fox. I mean, it was one of my favorites, uh, for sure. <laughs> Wayne brothers, uh, you know, you have Jim Carrey, fire Marshall bill. And one of the great um, components of Living Living Color was that they would bring various hip hop uh, acts, whether just coming, whether they're on the charts, to perform live. And uh, Public Enemy did a live performance of Fight the Power um, on in 1991 on this show. Def uh, so good. So good. Um, and awesome. also, this song is so important that even Prince, Prince Rogers Nelson, the, the late great. Yeah. He covered this song during a live set in a uh in a show in 1999 in madrid it was a summer festival Love of it. course he did Naturally. <laughs> rock and roll 
rock and roll, sir. Oh my gosh. So yes, yes, yes. And, you know, Chuck D just in general, he has collaborated with so many different artists and he puts his voice out there. He is just, he's a legend period. He is a legend. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and this song definitely is still relevant today. It is. And I just think about the fact that they decided to bring it into a new context and for mm-hmm. me, that was so interesting. And also, it's just um, a little bit historically of the more things change, the more they stay the same. Yeah. But uh, it was actually spring and summer of 2020 when protests broke out um, across the U.S. in response to the killing of George Floyd and Breonna Taylor by police. And at this point, Public Enemy and Solidarity with the protesters released a remix of Fight the Power, which I thought was really neat. It features Nas, Rhapsody, Black Thought, Jai, YG, and Questlove. And they, uh, the performers talk about continuing resistance to systemic racism and racially motivated violence, um, just down to the present day, drawing those comparisons, right? Drawing those parallels uh, between those current events and the more distant past, um, including mentioning the Tulsa race riot of 1921 and uh, talking about recent acts of violence. And they also mention um, throughout the song, historical figures, who fought oppression, Booker T. Washington, Toussaint Lever, Jean-Jacques Dessalines. My apologies for any mispronunciations. These folks are important. But they vow in the song to keep fighting. And I thought that was really, really awesome. Just bring it to the present day. It's not uh, sitting there as a, as a song that's a relic, right? Um, yeah. Bringing all this, they're contextualizing it to present day. And as uh, Nas raps in the first verse, the next generation still sing and fight the power. And I thought that really brought it all back together and really just shows to me, public enemies, real time uh, relevance to the present mm-hmm. day and how they absolutely really, I think, always made sure that they are. Yeah. Yeah. No, thanks for sharing that. That's awesome. I, I honestly haven't heard this remix. I got to go check that out. And, uh, you know, Stephanie and I have had the pleasure of seeing them live together, um, yeah. which is definitely a more memorable uh, moment in, in our uh, in our lives and our friendship and our concert history. Yeah. So I had the great honor and joy of seeing them at what I thought was a really fun festival for us to attend, Stephanie. Um, the now defunct Vegas Music Festival in Vegas in 2007. Mm-hmm. And so that featured Rage Against the Machine, Daft Punk. It was great. Side note, we talk about it pretty extensively in our Tears for Fears episode, if you want to just hear more about the festival in general. Yeah. Um, but seeing Public Enemy there uh, was really awesome. And it's like they hadn't missed a beat, you know, from their time back in the day. And what stood out to me about that concert was just uh, Flav Flav just absolutely hamming it up. Just, you know, I always mm-hmm. say like these musicians who can play to the back row are the ones who are the greatest showmen. And that guy, like he can play to the back row. He's got his giant clock chain around his neck as always. And this is the aforementioned flavor of love era. For those who have not seen that VH1 dating show. Um, So he was like, he had that kind of visibility and prominence. And I think even like new generations knew him at that point and probably, you know, overshadowed a lot of people there because he was just so visible in pop culture yes 
Yeah. Yes. And yes. so like he was, you know, famous in his own right for that at that point. So that was pretty wild to see him in that context. And I feel like he had, you know, he played into uh, that aspect of his fame uh, yeah. during that era as makes sense. But I think it really, uh, it heightened the performance too, right? Like these were, it's like, oh, there's legends doing this. They're, they got their own thing in the present day. And mm-hmm. we're going to put on a hell of a show. And they did. It was great. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, DJ set was on point. Yeah. They had um, dancers as well. And it was, yeah, it was no joke. <laughs> but yes, but there was enlightenment. And that's what Flav brings. A little bit of enlightenment um, and more funk. Uh, yeah. to the, the song so yeah love it that was great I mean literally it was like people were squealing you know <laughs> like, oh. yeah people were losing their minds people were losing their minds yeah yeah totally so yeah absolutely um that was that was a very 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 special moment for sure also caught him at the uh, Rock the Bells uh, festival back in 07. Um, this particular lineup was, you know, had Rage, Wu-Tang. Yeah, small groups, right? It was a small show. Um, EPMD. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if y'all heard of them, right? You know, these, these guys. And, uh, <laughs> you know, during, during Public Enemy set, um, they definitely had that same presence that they had brought to Vegas. But the cool thing that was added to this was that Scott Ian, who is the guitarist for Anthrax, was present and performed um, the collaboration that uh, the Public Enemy and Anthrax did in 91 um, called Bring the Noise. And that song is so important for me um, as a metalhead. And that was My Worlds Colliding, one of the first songs I ever heard about my worlds of rap and metal colliding, because those are my two favorite genres, I ain't gonna lie. And I was like, oh, my God. And I I played that song on repeat and repeat. And, oh, my God. It was, like, it was so good. I think I probably cried a little bit. Don't care. <laughs> Two of my heroes, man. Um, so rap metal, love it. Uh, and also, I should have. And I, I we've talked about this as well. And I, I believe it's the episode for the Misfits. So um, at Fun 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 Fest, which is a which is a defunct uh, festival that used to take place in Austin, um, at the you know there's three different stages, and Public Enemy was headlining one, and Danzig was headlining uh, headlining another. And because I had already seen Public Enemy, I was going to go ahead and check out Danzig. And well, there was a riot because Danzig didn't want to, you know, he's like an hour hour and a half late or whatever. So, but I should have seen <laughs> Public Enemy, and I remember when I got out of that mess. I walked over there and caught like the last couple of uh, songs. And I'm like, wow, this vibe is fucking great. People here are having a good time. Everybody's with it. And I just came from hell. <laughs> right. So it's crazy when you go to these festivals, you know, all the fe- the mixed feelings and just like the acute incidents that happen that can make or break your time. And uh, so anyway, now I-, I know, I know better. If public enemy is headlining, I'm always going to go to that set. Hell yeah. Period. Hell yeah. And I remember there was a divide too, dude. Like we we had our friends and they were like, who's going to CP? Who's going to go to Danzig? And I was like, we're trying to like really talk about it. And I was like, okay, yeah. well, I, I have, I'm going to go see Danzig because I haven't, he's doing misfit sets and I haven't seen that performed with, through his mouth. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go this way. Eh, wrong decision. Oh, well, you'll forgive me, Chuck, right? Yeah, I hope, I hope so. But yeah, so <laughs> guys, Let's, you know, start talking about your stories. Reach out to us. We know concert season is here. Festivals are here. We know you are doing big things and we want to hear about them. 
you can follow us um, on your social choice, y'all. We are here and ready to interact with you. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok at Stephanie's Talk Tunes, Twitter, Stephanie's Talk, Gmail, Stephanie's Talk Tunes at gmail.com. An easy shortcut to all things Stephanie and Stephanie Talk Tunes. You can simply go to Stephanie's TalkTunes.com. Yeah, you can get all episodes. You can pick up some merch. You can do whatever the heck you want, but we've made it easy for you to go one stop, one stop shop over there. It's also super awesome, and we're so grateful for it when you rate us. Five star review on Spotify, Good Pods, Apple Podcasts. It really helps our visibility. Um, I was just checking the charts just this week on Good Pods, Stephanie. Uh, we just mm-hmm. hit number two on the music history chart. Um, well, damn. Look for at us. Good Pods. And if folks aren't familiar with Good Pods, it's kind of like Goodreads for podcasts. Uh, quick download. It's really a huge uh, level of support for us. Um, so I just want to thank those of you who've done that because that has been really wonderful and gratifying. So thank you. Yes. Thank you so much. And y'all, we are a proud member of the Pantheon Network. Please um, check those guys out. Um, our family, there's a lot of good uh, music-centric podcasts for you to check out as well. Um, I want to thank Public Enemy just for, just thank them. Thank you, if it even matters. Um, you know, definitely one of the biggest, most influential groups I've ever come across from the 90s there on until this day. So thank you. Um, this is Stephanie Pena. I had a great time today, but I got to go. Bye. Stephanie Myers here. Peace out. Talk to you in See you in two weeks. Thank you. Bye-bye. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.